This is Alyssa. And I'm Mel. And this is the Arcane Dames Podcast. The trauma-informed, liberation-oriented tarot podcast. Let's dive in. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Arcane Dames Podcast. Mel and Alyssa here for another week of the tarot tea. The tarot tea. Yeah. Love it. (laughs) Alternate names for our podcast. (laughs) Today, we are going to be talking about the Ace of Pentacles. We sure are, girl. So, the Aces, the beginning, the number one. Not everyone's favorite place to be. That's a really good point. I think that... Square one. Right. It's so funny because it's such a positive in my opinion, objectively card. positive yeah. card. Any ace. It's like I know. so much potential. That's how I feel about the fool too. Me too. I hate when people are saddened to get the fool. I'm I like, know. he's a good guy. Like so much potential, so much you're so free. You you know, you're free of baggage. You're free of anything that could be bogging you down. You got that dog in you. You got that dog. A little throwback to the moon. <laughs> but yeah, it can be it can be frustrating. It can feel like Jesus Christ, have I not come farther than to be at the beginning? Right. And the reality is life is a cycle, tarot is a cycle. So when you're seeing an ace, it's because at least in my belief, it's because you've already completed the ace to king cycle once mm, before right. or like many times before. Yeah. So even though that's natural, our little e- human egos tell us, no, you failed because you're back at the beginning. Right. When in reality, it's just that success means having endurance and reaching it over and over again. It doesn't mean you get there once and stay there. 100%. And I I just think that being able to start from the beginning in any capacity is such a blessing and such a fertile little opportunity. Fertile. Fertile. The Ace of Pentacles do be a breeding ground. That sounds so gross. (laughs) I hate the... I hate... Phrase breeding ground. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But... Like, it sounds like a breeding ground for disease. Yeah. I wouldn't call... The Ace of Pentacles are breeding ground for disease. No. By any, by any means. But oftentimes we get this imagery or association of like planting a seed. Yep. With the Ace of Pentacles. So there's certainly a feeling of fertility. Certainly a feeling of all of that like growth imagery, seed imagery that can be very heavily related to yeah. breeding. It's, it is just such a gross word. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's true for many reasons, specifically with the Pentacles, because if we are talking about growth, then here we're talking about growth and foundation laying in the tangible sense. Right. You know, where an Ace of Cups being this new beginning in love and emotion, for example, is more like, okay, the seed is getting planted, but like it's a, it's something that exists in your heart or your head. It's, it's something, you know, between you and another person. Right where I find the Ace of Pentacles to be about things that are solid in the mundane world. So, you know, maybe it's less about, for example, with my Ace of Cups reference, instead of it being like the beginning of a relationship that that would represent, this is like maybe it's the first time you're moving in with your partner. Like it's a physical success. Even, Even if it has other associations, this is something like you can touch and hold and feel. For those of us who are familiar with the pentacles, I mean, it's the suit of career, finance, physical, earth. Right, the body. The body. The body. The things that are touchable, tangible. Absolutely. The goddamn body. I oftentimes see the Ace of Pentacles like as building instead of growing. Right. Because I think that growing has this kind of like hands off connotation to it right where it's gonna happen whether you do something or not but when we're in the suit of pentacles i see it as very very involved any progress that you make anything that is happening to get you to move along your path it is very active it is because you are putting 
that work in every single day. Right. It's definitely where I think, like we were talking about the other aces and the fool, can sometimes come up unexpectedly or like it's not what you thought you wanted. Mm -hmm. The ace of pentacles is such a conscious choice to me. Right. It feels more intentional. And it is building because I quite literally picture it and refer to it as like pouring the concrete foundation. Yes. I really do. Yes. So... 100% agree. Speaking of it, the pentacles having to do with your body, something I was so excited to tell you specifically, Alyssa, not you the listeners, but also you the listeners, <laughs> is in Tarot for Change by Jessica Dore. She calls your body your own little plot of earth. <gasps> Isn't that so good? Because it is. It's, it's your own little garden. But like, I just love how that pulls us back to the fact that we literally are made of Earth. Yeah. We are made of the stuff of Earth. We yeah. are not different from the elements and the dirt and the grass and everything else outside of us. We are made of that. Which is like my favorite concept of spirituality because it's it that literally is grounding that yes. literally is what if I can get myself to believe that no matter how hard of a moment I'm having I feel relief yeah it is so nice to know that yeah because I think we actually walk around a lot of the time like feeling alien to nature oh absolutely our world has like disconnected us so severely intentionally like we want to believe that we're above it that we're so much more evolved than it that you know nature exists out there and everything inside of my house is not nature because it's man-made. Like, mm -hmm. guess what? If a beaver dam is part of nature, if a bird's nest is part of nature, this fucking house is part of nature. True. Like, all, all of our buildings, that is nature. True. That is the nature that we created as being 100% part of nature, but we want to remove ourselves from it. Yeah. So desperately. Mm -hmm. And it's a mistake. You're so right. <laughs> Pisses me off. You're no, so but truly, right. I mean, and like, why? How many minutes? Nine minutes in and I'm on a soapbox. Like, <laughs> Thank God. We have the, this environmental crisis right now. And we are so committed to framing it as the earth is dying. <laughs> You're so right. Girl, what? Our species is dying. Uh -huh. The earth is going to be here long after we kill ourselves. I always think about this. Not to be so existential, but literally. Like, when people joke about, like, the earth catching on fire and, like, disintegrating, I'm like... Yeah, that's totally just going to happen randomly. Like the earth, if if we continue to separate ourselves from the natural world, continue to think of it as an other mm. and treat it as an other and treat it like shit, which is how we treat everything that we've othered in our society, mm -hmm. like shit, we are going to create our own extinction. Yes. And... The earth is still going to be here long after that. And girl, it's not her fault. No, it's not her fault. And she's fucking fine. She's protecting herself by, like, doing what she needs to do. And it's going to kill us. Yeah. And, like, you sitting here thinking... Because I, I, get, I get real pissed off. I get real pissed off with how we feminize and therefore devalue environmentalism mm. and environmental like protection and when environmentalism is masculine quote unquote like we do see it as masculine and therefore valuable it's always like solar energy and it's like really like angry and it, <laughs> like it's either really angry or really like technical mm -hmm. and the truth is like the femininity of environmentalism is powerful in the way that like it's about reconnecting with nature and, and nurturing it right and like the healthy like mutually beneficial like habits that you can cultivate when you are able to like listen to the earth and listen to yourself and like have reciprocity and like whatever 
But yeah, it really pisses me off that we see environmentalism as this like, oh, like, of course, women care about the environment. Like, girls always care about the environment. That's so like, silly for girls to like, have empathy. And it's like, I don't have empathy for the environment. Like, I want to save my own ass. Like, we should all want to save our own asses. Like, what are you talking about? Literally, like, people just don't believe that it's actually about that. They like, don't believe it's real. I don't know. Like, 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 caring for the environment is seen as this like benevolent thing and i'm like absolutely what is benevolent about this like we should all be scared what are you talking about no yeah for sure there's a lot of issues i feel that way about i get heated man as you should (laughs) as you motherfucking should but i think that the ace of pentacles is absolutely like an opportunity to see yourself as one with the physical world Mm -hmm. and to reconnect with and be reminded of the way that us and the very very physical world are 100% one in the same I love that I love that it's a very relieving practice yes it's 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 good to be reminded of and I think that that's where the basis for a lot of our other spiritual things or our understanding of the tarot starts there. And it should start there. Yeah. Like, oftentimes, there's certainly a tendency in spirituality to come at it with a bit of a spiritual ego where it's, like, Mm -hmm. all about transcendence and all about, like, us being, like, greater than, better than, more whatever spiritual Mm -hmm. but I think that the reason that when you get into spirituality people emphasize grounding so much is because the most like radically transformative thing that you can do is remember how much we are all just earth Mm -hmm. and remember how to just be and not do oh a hundred percent you're a human being not a human doing that's so true for all of our self-awareness and all of our analytical capabilities as human beings like we really fuck ourselves because Mm -hmm. the truth is like all we need to do is live our life but we build all of these things in our mind that cause us so much pain Mm -hmm. and turmoil Mm -hmm. because we think it needs to be bigger and more if it's okay i want to talk a little bit about why that concept is relevant to my spiritual journey yes please all right so growing up we had a swamp behind my house and that was my spot like we my stepdad had built a little wooden dock like it would freeze over in the winter like we called it a pond but bitch it was green slime like okay that's so funny (laughs) (laughs) and whenever like my mom would really hurt me or something happened, I would go out to the swamp and sit on the little dock. And I only did it when something very dramatic happened because if nothing else could bring me relief, that would be the ultimate, like, fail-safe. Like, I'll always get relief if I go there. And I never understood why until I became a witch and learned about paganism which is often referred to as worshiping the land mother earth is your god you know nature is your church and then I was like that's what they mean oh my god like I went into nature and got immediate tangible relief yeah without it having to intellectually solve my problem without it having to remove the problem from my life without anybody else saying anything to me or doing anything for me or loving or not loving me in the moment the relief was real no strings attached and I was like oh my god do some people feel this way when they walk into an actual church (laughs) (laughs) but in all seriousness that is like where things took off for me because it made my whole you know system of feeling emotional comfort make sense yeah for the first time like I just thought like oh like I I have a weird connection to this swamp it relaxes me no bitch you just went and did some grounding yeah you just went into nature yeah touch grass like literally touch grass Mm. oh my god I teach an after-school program and literally the crux of the program is like how to emotionally regulate 
socially and emotionally. So I was asking them like a review question about what do you do when someone makes you angry or you're, you know, you're getting bullied and you need a break from it or whatever. And this kid raised his hand and I called on him and he said, touch grass. And it was so fucking funny because like, that's a joke, but like, he was right. Right. (laughs) He said, go touch grass. I said, I'm teaching you well. Oh, isn't that sweet? Yes, that's so true. That's like, I mean, I wish I like intuitively figured that out as a coping mechanism much sooner than I I know. Like, I know. And it is connecting with earth energy. Like the whole point is that you can just like release shit. Like you don't, you don't actually have to carry it all. I know. Whenever. So now as an adult with knowledge of what spirituality is, if I'm having an overwhelming emotional feeling, I don't need to go outside anymore. I can do it if I'm indoors. But what I do is put my feet on the floor. Like I can't be laying in bed. Like I have to at least stand up or like sit with my feet on the floor, which is a special action for me because I'm only five feet tall. So usually my feet dangle. (laughs) So I'll scoop my butt to the edge of the chair and put my feet on the floor. And I visualize pushing the feeling through the soles of my feet yeah the earth can take and I'll repeat to myself like an affirmation like the earth can take it she's there for a reason yeah she neutralizes all so give this up to her and then pull up energy that's now transmuted from negativity to neutrality yes. and that's the way I cope yes so yeah and yeah it's your little feet chakras correct <laughs> the dogs I do it with my socks on. There are not individual energies you coming out from my with toes. Your socks on. Yeah. If I'm if I'm doing like an outdoor grounding thing, like I want my bare feet on the grass. Right. That's intentional. But I'm always wearing socks if I'm indoors anyway. Although I've been getting very liberal around you. Alyssa preaches toe acceptance. I do. Alyssa kind of likes toes. I do. I like. <laughs> I think that feet can be really cute. And I'm not, I'm not icked out by them. Like some people have gross feet, okay? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm not immune to that. But like in general, I don't have a problem with feet. But you do. <laughs> I do. I like my feet. That's good. Body positivity. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Imagine. Toe positivity. <laughs> I don't have to imagine. I've got that girl. Oh my goodness. Free the nipple? Fine. Free the toes? Never. Don't free the toes. But so yes, this Ace of Pentacles certainly represents a new beginning with regard to earth energy. So with regard to your physical and material reality, oftentimes we're talking about a new job, Mm -hmm. a new job opportunity, a new position in your current job. But this is also... A new housing situation, like you said, it can even be a new relationship if we're talking about in the realm of something that is very stable, grounded, building. And for me, also one of the pinnacle associations of the Ace of Pentacles is that it's going to be much more slow moving than any of the other Aces. Right. So... In term, Yeah, this is a big deal to me in terms of timing in the tarot, which is not something I'm very skilled at or particularly practiced, but I think it's very fascinating, so I want to do it more. Yeah. The pentacles are considered, like, the slowest. Like, literally, I just think about what the element associations are. Like, moving through Earth versus flying through the air. Right. Like, of course it's the slowest moving. So, yeah, so... We're talking about an empire that could take years to build. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, just the very, very beginning glimpse of, you know, something that's probably going to take your whole life. Yeah. Like, essentially, in a yeah, way. absolutely. And that's, like, it's funny because I think for some people, me, it's like, Jesus Christ, like, this is going to take so long I don't have the patience for this. I mm-hmm. want what I want and I want it now. Yeah. Like I have so much air energy. I'm used to, I'm very comfortable in energy where things happen quickly. 
But the flip side of that is that you're building something that can last forever. Right. And we want that. We all want that. I know. It's definitely a cognitive disconnect to be like, I want it to come in quickly, but I don't expect to lose it quickly. Right. Like, okay, pentacles are slow to build, but once you have it, you kind of always have it. That's, That's some shit that can last forever. So it's a very, like promising and exciting energy but it also it's not an ace that just happens no you have to be intentional about it you have to commit to it yeah it's definitely something to obtain something to like achieve which normally we associate not the beginning with achievement at all really but it is like this is something for you to consciously like accept and know that you're worthy of and right engage with in a very active way right even if you're not at the end goal point right you're still like i just think about what i'm trying to do with my career i'm very far from where i want to be Mm -hmm. but is it my main focus essentially and something i choose every single day even though i'm very far from the completion so to speak yes like so that vibe absolutely question for you Mm -hmm. We're talking about the physical when we're talking about pentacles. So do you see them associated with sex or is that really just reserved for wands? I mean, I think that any card in the tarot can be related to sex. Sure, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, that sounds so like, but whatever. Truly, I think that like, if the pentacles is representing something in your sex life, it's representing something much more secure, much more slow moving, not referring to the intense emotions of cups, not referring to the intense and fleeting passion of the wands, and not referring to kind of, I think the like heady playfulness that comes Mm -hmm. with air, Mm -hmm. but very much more like secure, perhaps consistent Mm -hmm. consistency in your sex life. Something that is, feels very safe. Mm -hmm. And also like with the ace of pentacles in particular, like Definitely fertility. Get knocked up, girl. Definitely potential for pregnancy there. Get knocked the hell up. But so, yeah, I I think it can have to do with sex and sexuality, but it's not like a, it's not a given. It's not a clear association for me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Agree. Agree. I was just curious. Yeah. Another physical aspect I do really tie to the pentacles, though, is documents. Ooh. Okay, so, like, if you're, if you are in a court case, if you are doing the divorce thing, if you are registering your business, or even, like, you know, signing a mortgage or signing a job contract, those things. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to me because it's like the boring practical stuff that I hate. So that makes sense that it would be associated with (laughs) pentacles energy. No, so real. (laughs) That's so real. Like just, you know, tarot card reader Alyssa, spiritual Alyssa, enlightened Alyssa is like, yes, this is such a good energy that we need. Like baseline, just like garbage monster Alyssa is like, you want me to do my dishes you want me to exercise every day you want me to save money you want me to leave me alone i'm like stop hassling me literally all the hardest stuff i know i know i really struggle with it as as powerful as it can be and my relationship to earth energy has been changing and continues to change. And I think that it's so amazing. Mm -hmm. But like, if I'm on my default settings, Mm -hmm. I'm like, get out of my face with that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is not, (laughs) it is not something exciting to hear. No, but, and I think some people feel very differently about pentacles because they do have like an earthier energy just as their baseline. And they're like, I love planning. I love organizing. I love spending time doing something. I love moving slowly. And I've I've grown to enjoy some of those things. 
but it does not come naturally to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more power to you. <laughs> if, if it comes it does. naturally to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard when it doesn't come naturally for the sole reason that doing the things that the pentacles suggest does for sure bring you that abundance and safety. Right. Like, damn, I know I want that, but I don't want to do what I'm being asked to do to get it. Right. Right. (laughs) And I love, you mentioned before, consistent, like, Okay, we may have been talking about sex, but consistency with the pentacles in general is huge. It's all about the consistency with pentacles. Like, slow and steady wins the race, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And just because you're not going to get that instant gratification when it's the pentacles. And so it's not... It's not the big push to get the big reward. Right. It is the little push every single day. And that's so hard. I struggle with that so much. It's so hard because I can I can grit my teeth and get through anything for a day, for two days, even for a month, even for a year. Like, you tell me there's an end date. I can handle some shit. Mm. But with the pentacles, there's not an end date. Mm -hmm. This is laying the foundations for forever. Mm -hmm. And that is so hard to commit to. Mm -hmm. Right. There is a sense of huge commitment, huge, like, I don't want to say permanency because nothing's really permanent, but, like, definitely long-term effects. There's nothing fleeting here, boo-boo. Right. Right. And, of course, I think that, yeah, like, certainly nothing is permanent, certainly changes a part of life. But with pentacles, you're growing something that has the potential to last forever. It right. doesn't mean that it will. You sure. know, an oak tree could last forever if nobody comes along and chops it down. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean nobody's ever going to chop it down, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But the foundation is there. Mm-hmm. Love. I recently pulled this card for myself. Yes. So I was doing ASMR notebook paper turning, Alyssa cracking her back. Oh, that was such a good Wait, one. Wait, I need to... Fuck. I don't know if you do this, Alyssa, but fuck, when I go through my, like, books, like, notebooks, I laugh at the shit I write to myself. Like, <laughs> spread from Pinterest doesn't have credit to creator. <laughs> like, I just needed to put that in my notebook. I needed to remind myself that I wasn't just stealing from the <laughs> creator. It doesn't didn't, have credit. It didn't have credit. Good for you. <laughs> it's, very, it's very pentacles of you, honestly. In my personal book of shadows that no one else is ever going to read. <laughs> but sure. I can't plagiarize. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, my uncredited spread was about my career. Surprise, surprise. And I got the Ace of Pentacles, though, for an unexpected placement, which was a career mistake to avoid making. Isn't that fucking peculiar? It truly is. And so I'll I'll read straight from my journal. I'm like, no one's ever going to hear this. Let me read it on the podcast. Okay. Always trying something new to to a fault because it keeps you from stability, focus, and dedication, reinventing the wheel, losing momentum, being nonchalant and messy about it. That was my first interpretation for myself. Like basically like don't start a new project when one is unfinished vibe. Like don't dip your toe into everything. You're putting your eggs in too many baskets Mm -hmm. vibe. That was my initial flash judgment. Now going back and reading this, I'm wondering if the message it was trying to deliver is like, don't get another job. Because that is severely misaligned from my career goal of working for myself. Right. But I've been in the pursuit of getting another job because of financial difficulties and just wanting to feel safe financially. That's interesting. Because it's suggesting that a new beginning and that planting a seed is a mistake. Right. So I think that might be a better way of interpreting it. If I know my goal 
is to not have one of those types of jobs. Right. Why would I put my ace of pentacles to one of those types of jobs? Yeah. Like, basically a warning to not start that journey again. Not Like, every time I do that, every time I go out and get a job and steer away from the tarot thing, it's out of fear. Yeah. It's out of desire for stability. Mm-hmm. But it does push me away further from what I'm trying to accomplish. So it really is counterintuitive and counterproductive all in all. That makes a lot of sense to me. But it's really hard to like accept that and feel spiritually and mentally, emotionally, physically empowered by that when I need money. Right. I hate that. Why do we need money? Our enemy capitalism. I mean, I think that like... There are other ways to go about making money that don't have Ace of Pentacles energy. Does that make sense? Like OnlyFans? Like stripping? (laughs) That's mad, I was gonna say. But like... That was a joke, guys. Like, no, but I think you picked up the vibe that I was getting at, which is like, if you are looking for, like, a hourly silly little job that's just going to make it easy for you to pay the bills, maybe don't pick the thing that has some type of career potential to you. Maybe don't pick the thing that feels like even your current day job. I think that there's a part of you that's like, yeah, I could build a future there. Well, right. But the problem is money, though. At this point... I know I've said differently before, but at this point in my life, for the time being, like for the very short term future, I would be okay with staying there if I made enough to pay my bills. Right. The unfortunate thing is the hours are very, very few and far between. So I have no, I have not had a consistent paycheck in it's going to be two years, you know? Yeah. That I, like, made this life change and did this. So. But that's a very, like, practical, that, that's, like, an Ace of Pentacles job, almost, I feel like, that you have, because it's, like, it's, like, a position where you use the experience to leverage it into a position that pays better. I don't Mm -hmm. think anybody's, like, end goal is to be in the position that you're in. It's a very, like, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's part time and like it yeah. doesn't pay that well. And like for all of yeah. those reasons, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you get the experience and then you grow, you get a promotion, whatever. But that's literally the opposite of what I want. Right. So therefore. Right. So yeah. maybe it's finding a, you're like waitressing, yeah. you're doing, te- you're getting tips. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're doing something where you're like, I know that there's no future here Mm. and I am not investing in this beyond the fact that I want to make as much money as possible okay I love that because I've never experienced that before just for like emotional comfort reasons if I could tolerate doing anything for money I would just go get hired at like a gas station or Target yeah because those places are always hiring Mm -hmm. I know I couldn't handle a job like that right like literally nothing against people who have those jobs I'm literally saying like you have a skill that I don't have yeah I would feel constantly ungrounded triggered scared stressed so I'm already emotionally trying to choose the job I pursue so unfortunately there always has been some type of commitment even though I know I don't want to stay there I'm committed enough to like emotionally like it yeah which like that does send a confusing message to the universe because what is it I actually want If you enjoy the Arcane Dames podcast and want to support us, consider becoming a patron. With tier options ranging from $1 to $20 a month, there is something for everyone. We offer ad-free episodes, bonus content, a bustling Discord community, live events, and even discounts on private readings with Mel and Alyssa. Your support truly makes this podcast possible. Check out patreon.com slash arcane dames. Thank you. I think a lot, too, about times I have made 
more money like on paper mm. but have felt just as poor yeah and so then i ask myself like so which is it do you not make enough money or do you just feel fear around money yeah because like i used to make like a couple thousand dollars a month at the, the metaphys- metaphysical shop <laughs> which it is more than enough to cover my bills and to give me some extra yeah But I still felt fucking broke. Yeah. And I still had issues from time to time paying for groceries or whatever it is. That is why this Pentacles journey has been so fucking transformational for me. That's why you teaching me how to budget has been so fucking transformational (laughs) for me. Like, I had that conversation with myself of like, am I really not making enough money Or do I have such a tumultuous relationship with money that I let it slip through my fingers Uh so much? And that's not to say that I shouldn't be making more money. Like, I I know I shouldn't be making more money. Of course. Like, 100%. However, I have been very committed to figuring out how to not get stuck in a narrative of I can only have what I want and need in the future. It has very Mm. much been a shift for me of I can have what I want and need right now. I am powerful enough to make that happen. I have fully committed to making that happen. And I think that it is from that place that I feel more capable than ever of building on top of it. Mm -hmm. Because before when it was always I don't have enough I don't have enough I don't have enough I just always felt so out of control Mm -hmm. and when I felt out of control I wasn't able to do what I needed to do yeah and it's such a difficult thing to frame that way right because I really do not mean to imply that it is if you're struggling financially it's your fault I know that if you are being underpaid Mm -hmm. you should figure out how to make it work anyway right i don't mean to imply any of that but i i do mean to say that by grounding and connecting with your ability to plan ahead to use what's already in your reach right to get creative like We all deserve indulgent moments, but to figure out how to do that in a way that is more financially available to you, like all of those things are taking power back from a system that inherently serves to steal our power. Mm -hmm. And so it's very much a message of like, I know our situations are all fucked Mm -hmm. and just trying to figure out how to get out of feeling fucked all the time i very much while you remain fucked right like i very much am not trying to undermine the struggle because because it's it's so fucking real you're fucking real you're absolutely right i don't know if you got a chance to see it but i just recently made a tiktok about this and i don't think so i love how like our episodes are always so in sync with what we're going through a video came up on my for you page and the woman looked accountable maybe this is why we don't judge books by their cover she looked accountable she got me in with the hook i fully thought it was going to be a video i agreed with and then this bitch says no offense to the original creator this bitch says i believed i was poor so i was poor so i stitched it and i basically explained no that's not to say that you can't also help think yourself into abundance but it's not the thinking alone that ever puts you there aside from like the absolute immorality and catastrophe that is capitalism yeah poverty is generational 100 percent. you don't just think yourself into or out of it this shit is laid out for us and this shit is built up into a little fucking or a very large (laughs) institution that always wins. Yes. And in order for it to always win, you need to feel helpless. Yes. But that's why manifesting and purely manifesting and believing that that's how things work makes people go fucking crazy. Right. 
that's why it breaks people's hearts. That's why it destroys their spirit because do I believe that manifesting and magic is real 100%? But do I believe that you need to look at it through a socioeconomic lens, especially when we're talking about lack of abundance? Yes. I have so firmly and deeply come to believe that these two things are equally true. Like having progressive and radical political ideas is fucking useless without the lens of spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I think that your spiritual ideas are fucking useless without a political and social lens put on them. I agree so hard. I do. And it, Alyssa, you just opened a motherfucking can of worms. <laughs> I don't want to go off on this tangent because it is another episode entirely so I'm going to say it in one sentence and then we're going to move on okay in the spiritual circles that I run in there are people that are literally just Nazis and like frame it as Norse paganism that is one example and that is a big old red flag that that is not a genuinely well-meaning spiritual person 100 it is never okay and it is never okay to use spirituality as a way of coercing people into believing that it's okay true spiritualists have to be able to see the world critically and know human rights from human wrongs yeah that's all 100 percent. i think that sometimes we want to be like this person's politics don't matter because their message is really powerful. I feel like their spiritual message is really powerful. And to that, I will say every single time that there is nothing powerful about a spiritual message that neglects reality. Literally. You're, I mean, talk about pentacles energy, right? You are ignoring the literal reality of our existence. Mm -hmm. And there is nothing more powerless than doing that. Yeah. You are completely taking any power out of any type of like manifestation or transformational work that you can be doing by ignoring the element of earth Mm -hmm. essentially is really what you're doing there Mm -hmm. because you're saying that what is our real, very real, very tangible, very observable external reality doesn't exist or doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, back to the magician card. You need all four. Mm-hmm. You need all four mm-hmm. or else you're not making anything. So real. You're just making, you're making an illusion for yourself to go live in a delusional little world that nobody yeah. else lives in. It's nonsensical. Right. Like if you want this shit to be real, you have to be very fucking aware of reality. Right. 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 Oh, <laughs> how beautifully does that all tie in, motherfucker? How do you see the Ace of Pentacles in reverse? An inability to start, an inability to accept. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, right. like kind of everything you were just talking about in terms of rejecting, like, reality or, yeah. like, rejecting what's in front of you. Right. What's tangible already. Yeah. How about you? Similarly, like, I very much see it as a a resistance to or an inability to plant that seed, take that first physical step to build something. I think a lot of times with pentacles energy in particular, there's, like, if the ace, like, the ace of pentacles is in reverse, perhaps, like, a fear to take that step just because pentacles is so deeply related to our sense of security that in reverse i think that it's like okay what are your fears around totally security totally that kind of thing right yeah so so like resistance perhaps or some type of delay where you're really wanting new beginning Mm -hmm. but for some reason it's not really there for you to grab onto Mm -hmm. and so what is that block totally i'll go ahead and read from the little rider weight guidebook as well so ace of pentacles a hand issuing as usual from a cloud <laughs> which is such a funny it way to says talk as that. usual swear to god that's so funny because that is all of the aces yeah. is a hand coming from a cloud yeah. so as usual like he's so fucking real for that <laughs> holds up a pentacle divinatory meanings perfect contentment felicity ecstasy 
also speedy intelligence, gold. Reversed, the evil side of wealth, bad intelligence, also great riches. <laughs> bad intelligence, <laughs> bad. Great riches. What? In what world? On what planet? Ace of Pentacles reversed, great riches. Is he okay? But like... All of it is bad. Right. Because I, I don't necessarily see the Ace of Pentacles as like riches at all. Oh. Like you're very much at the beginning yeah. of this Pentacles phase. You probably don't feel particularly wealthy yet right. with regard to what you want to build. Yeah. You're you're probably very much feeling like you don't have that thing. Oh, yeah. Which is why you're at the Ace. Weird. Very, very weird. Yeah. I don't know what that motherfucker was on. Very but. weird. Slay, I guess. I guess. That's so funny. <laughs> My favorite, like, quote or piece of information that came out when I was checking in on my favorite sources for this episode was in 78 Degrees of Wisdom, Rachel Pollock says that when it comes to the Ace of Pentacles, the magic will often remain hidden from us mm. simply because we see its products as so ordinary. It's so good, right? So it's truly the definition of, like, magic in the mundane. Mm -hmm. It's truly the magic of the way that we build and create what we want with our hands every single day. It's the magic of making a cup of tea, cooking a meal, the magic of building something, creating art, like, all of the very mundane, very practical ways that we take things from nothing to something that is the ace of pentacles and it doesn't feel like magic because you actually have to do Do it it. yeah of course but it's so magical of course nothing would exist without it yeah magic equals intention plus action plus action I was just going to ask, do you have any imagery that's really awesome? I was actually just going to say that I don't. <laughs> yeah. I real I, you know what? I'll lie. I, no, don't lie. <laughs> you don't have to lie. I do like my crystal visions depiction. It's not, it's nothing like crazy, but it's two trees mm-hmm. next to each other on either side of the card and their branches and vines come together in the middle to create a pentacle. That's nice. So it's it's so rooted, so grounded, very much this like feeling of creation, of like the materials of earth, mm-hmm. natural the natural world coming together to create something. Mm-hmm. So that's a really nice and like powerful imagery in my opinion. Love it. I like that. So on the Rider Waite card, there is like a garden archway in the background, Mm -hmm. like kind of, to me at least, implying like this Ace of Pentacles moment, this new beginning lets you walk forth through there and have whatever you want. Yeah. On that, on the Crystal Visions, it kind of looks like an arch. Right. Like it creates this like... Something to pass through. Right. Which... A portal. Is love a portal (laughs) which that's cool to me um i have two that i want to talk about the first one is the gilded tarot i normally don't go crazy over the imagery in this one not because it's not beautiful but just because it's very similar to rider Waite. but there is something about this that i love on the pentacle in the middle there's the sun but kind of watching over the pentacle intersecting with it living behind it is the full moon so it's really the only ace of pentacles i've seen that level of divine balance depicted in i like that right because what would stability be without balance you need that in order to build the sustainable right so i'm living for that I love that little guy. That little guy is so cute. There's also a little guy on there. And by little guy, I mean, I think he's like a fisher. Is that what those are called? Oh, maybe. He looks like a fucking ferret to me. I don't know. Yeah, like one of those. A wild ferret. (laughs) Yeah. He's one of those little guys. He got little white toes. He got whiskers. Whatever. He's cute. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And pentacles being with the sun, like. It does make a lot of sense to me. The sun is yeah. more like... A life force. Right, right. Yeah. 
the sun nourishes the earth. Pentacles are earth. Right. And it does have that masculine yeah. energy, physical. Yeah. Slay. Last one I'd like to talk about is from Tarot del Toro. There's a little monster guy. The pentacle is above him looking really more like a gear and a machine. And he's grabbing it with these like, they honestly look like head trimmers, but like a tool. Yeah. So getting shit done, making shit happen, making the gears turn, taking it for yourself. Instead of, you know, Rider weight iterations have the divine's hand like extending it to you. Right. He's taking it. He's not receiving it. He went out to get it. Yeah. So I think that is a great card for representing the active aspect of it. That's pretty cool. Right? Yeah, it's very much like, because there's, it's like the sun and it's fire. So it it is like action energy, but it's like taking possession of it. Uh Uh-huh. Like actually internalizing it, letting it motivate you, letting it drive you forward. Letting that drive you forward instead of the goal, like we were talking about earlier. Right. So I've come to really appreciate that image. I think it to me it really like depicts the control that i think is inherent in pentacles energy for sure of like how much control you have when you're connected to earth energy because every single thing you're involved with for sure that's cool yeah i like it so yeah amazing what a nice way to wrap it up absolutely yeah ace of pentacles a positive little card but not always the easiest to fully embrace. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love doing this show for you, and we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Thanks for listening. To keep up with the Arcane Dames, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, or consider joining our Patreon. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.